Yeah, this is an episode of Table Read. Table Read uh, is an amazing podcast uh, where we are just going to be plainly reading people's comedy. Um, the idea for this show is that people are funny. People are constantly writing comedy all the time. And people have mountains and mountains of sketches um, that they've written for teams, classes, theaters, and shows that they're, that they're trying to put up. And we want this podcast to be a fun, uh, amazing space for people to just come and read their stuff. Um, uh, this isn't class. We're not producers. We're not giving notes. Um, we just think that people are cool and people need to hear sketches on their way to work. <laughs> um, people need to hear sketches uh, in their ears instead of, I don't know, like... True crime stuff. Yeah, so my name is uh, Jonathan Gaffney. I am uh, one of the hosts of this podcast. Um, and I have my co-host here. I'm Sam Locks. Uh, I also produce this podcast. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna give accolades for ourselves. Uh, just yeah. know that we are the two co-hosts of this podcast. Um, it's not about us, it's about our cool guests. It is. Um and we have two people here uh, who are amazing comedians uh, who we're so excited to have on the show. Um, Mackenzie Jakewish is a New York-based stand-up comedian, improviser, producer, writer, and actor. Currently, Mackenzie is the lead producer at Pretty Funny Productions, a female-led comedy collective she started in New York. The collective produces, produces with co comics and venues across New York City and strives to put female voices at the forefront of every show. Through this collective, Mackenzie has produced over 30 shows within its first year, wow. quickly became the youngest producer at Shaw TV, and had her own nine-episode series produced through, uh, uh, through the network. Damn. Damn. But Damn. it's not even done. From there, no. uh, <laughs> she left to work for Chorus Entertainment, as a digital content producer and writer for their um, country music stations. Um, since, you know, she's put up stand-up shows in uh, cities like Seattle, Philadelphia, Boston, and Rhode Island. Uh, and she has built a strong following in NYC. And you can catch her live at comedy theaters, including the Brooklyn Comedy Collective, uh, Caveat, The Pit, and... Asylum New York City shows. I hated that so much. That's very cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get used to it. Very yeah, cool. I've never been more uncomfortable. You're like, send me your bio. And I'm like, yeah, they won't use the whole thing. No, we're going to use the whole thing. Like, it's no, for you. Take parts out of it. Yeah. No. This is not about taking parts out of it. <laughs> no, I just, yeah, I feel like a lot of the comedians that we're going to have on, uh, as we read their bios, we're going to be like, oh, I'm going to say something nice about you. And all the comedians are going to be like, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> don't, please don't say nice things about me. I'm a horrible person. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're really funny and you're really cool. And it's like, ah, oh, please don't. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for being on. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you. you guys. Thank you both. <laughs> Immediately, I lose my voice as soon as we start recording. <laughs> all good, all good. Uh, thank you for having us. And obviously, I brought along my best friend. Best friend. Yes. <laughs> Besties for life. <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe, though, actually. Maybe, yeah. Who we have here is Taylor Graves. Taylor Graves is um, an amazing impersonist. It does a per impersonation. <laughs> impersonator. She's impersonator. Yeah. Uh, she does uh, the impersonation. Impressions and yes. amazingly. Impressions. Um, 
Uh, you can find her on TikTok. Where can we find you on TikTok? Oh, um, Taylee G. It's T-A-Y-L-E-E-G. I'm working with my marketing team on changing that just because I, I don't have a marketing you team. You have a marketing no. team. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bad Because if you did, I would ask for it. Yeah, no, it's, it's me. Um, team of one. Uh, but no, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's. TikTok's actually, I used to hate it because I was like, oh, I'm not cool enough. And now I'm like, mm, it's taken off. So I like it. Yeah, I, I actively <laughs> still hate it. I liked it at first and then it took three months of my life away. Yeah, well. Because I was in bed watching it and I was like, this is awful. It's, yeah, when a time sucks, when the scrolling yes. happens. Yeah, yeah. 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 The but pandemic I like it. was bad. I like it for for my content because yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> it likes it people so. who do like short content that tends to it tends to go pretty well for them yeah on tiktok yeah, yeah. I don't know I feel like I would be so scared of gen z or whoever the young people are <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just being like, you're not wearing '90s fashion or whatever is cool now. Like I don't know. Like no, they're they're not nice on, on no, it, you know? yeah, no. But it's gotten me really. I got a thick skin because of it. I just don't wow. even look anymore. I just don't look at the haters. Well, that's why you need a marketing team. Yes, yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah, I don't pay attention to the feedback. So yeah, yeah. The cool, very young uh, haters. <laughs> I thought you were about to introduce me as the cool narrator. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right, cool. So why don't we just read the first sketch? Yeah, I feel like a little bit of like, may I give backstory on the Give first backstory, sketch? please. Okay. Um, I'm like a stand-up comedian, like first and like foremost when I do anything else. Um, but I was given this opportunity to be in a show called The Old School Sketch Show, which was like a very long-running show at um, the Pit NYC. It's a very cool show. I really, really enjoyed the yeah. experience. Um, and they wanted me to write this sketch. And it was really important to me that there was one in the show that was just all the females. Mm -hmm. um, and the females I was working with all, like Taylor, do a lot of impressions. Um, Sam, I don't expect your Giselle Bundchen to be amazing. It's okay. As I don't. said before, yeah. <laughs> I'm not the biggest on pop culture, but... But yeah, so this is um, a sketch about all the hot, successful women in the world uh, getting together to date Pete Davidson. <laughs> nice. I'm sure that's this is actually how it went. Down. <laughs> who was the Who was the director when you did Old School Sketch Show? It was Sonny Atwal. Okay. Yeah, I like Sonny a lot. He's he's a cool guy. Sonny's a very cool guy. He actually um, was the first person I ever met in New York. Oh wow! That's and cool. when the pandemic was like starting to open back up. Um, the pandemic was starting to open back up. Comedy was starting to open back up after the pandemic. Um, I was like so new to comedy at the time in New York and I didn't even know to like where to begin. And I remember having a conversation with him being like, well, how do you get booked on shows? And he was like, well, you do it this way. You go to a show, you meet the producer and yeah. like this whole thing. And I'm like, the ah, good spiel. I think there's an easier way. Yeah. Dating yeah. Pete Davidson. No, that's, that's, dating Pete Davidson. That's, that's the easy way. <laughs> yeah. Um, the easier way, which turned out to be the incredibly, um, not easier, but just different way, uh, was me producing my own shows. And yeah. now Sunny has like been in a lot of them, which is yeah. very cool. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. It's definitely a lot easier to produce your own shows in comedy. I feel like that's like kind of the backdoor trick. A lot of people don't yeah. realize until they're really way later into the game. Yeah. yeah. And it's just a really great, great way to like control your voice in it. Yeah. Because I found out I was getting cast a lot in shows to be like the female. Like yeah. they were going to have like 10 male comics and then they're mm -hmm. like, then we need one female and yeah. you will go after all of them. And 
it's just like a great way to set yourself up for failure. So that was like the plan. Um, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a podcast right now, John. Was it because a woman was talking? Yeah. And you had to go on your phone. My here's the thing. My fo- my iPhone uh, is has toxic male energy. Yeah, <laughs> my, like three women can't have a conversation without your iPhone giving its input. Yeah, yeah. my um. My iPhone is the patriarchy, and I'm extremely sorry. Uh, 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 it gaslights, it negs, it's a really bad dude. It's love bombs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, um, keep gatekeeping, Apple. Back to Pete Davidson. Yeah, so I don't know. I like the idea that there's um, all the hot, successful women in the world get together to talk about the important stuff. Yeah. Um, perhaps they do it monthly. Perhaps they do it weekly. Um, I would like to think that they do, though. So that's what this sketch is about. I'm so sorry there's not a part for you. I don't know how to write for men. <laughs> it's cool. I mean, it's just cool. Back for that. Yeah. <laughs> you can be Pete Davidson in it. He doesn't have any lines. Fine. I'm just going to, I guess, yeah. I, I think this is how Pete, I think Pete Davidson, like, man spreads a lot. Ma- yeah. Yeah, he yeah, a lot. Yeah. He sort of just like leans back like this. Yeah. I don't really know how he acts. He kind of yeah. like does this with his face. Yeah, he moves yeah. a lot. Yeah, he kind of like has a lot of tattoos too. Maybe you should go get some tattoos. There's a tattoo place right on the corner. I should have really. I should have prepped more for this podcast. These are early days. These are early days in our podcast. Don't know how close I should be to the mic. Should have gotten tattoos to be Pete Davidson. How does Giselle talk? She's German. Wait, Brazilian though. Oh, she's Brazilian. Brazilian. I'm sorry. <laughs> Her last name is Bunchen, so it's German. Yeah, mm. but she is from Brazil. I don't know. That's not an accent. I, can't, I, I definitely no. cannot do a Brazilian accent. That is not something I. Uh, you know what though? I'm I gonna throw in a line here that like, and don't use your accent this time. I'll throw in that line for you. If you want to yeah. do a German Giselle, All right. So cool. we all say the f- oh, so interior hot successful women's headquarters. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls are hydrated girls. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls have stomach problems. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls support each other. <laughs> Thank you all for joining me for this emergency meeting of the Hot Successful Women's Club. Um, I've called in only the single members of our group today as we have an urgent matter that pertains to all of you. So before we begin, let's quickly take attendance. Um, Vice President Kim Kardashian. Here. Uh, Treasurer Giselle Bunchen, please don't use your accent today. Can you just talk like an American? Present. Thank you. All right. And um, member Julia Fox. Julia left a note saying that her and Drake are getting back together for Valentine's Day. So she actually can't make the meeting. All right. Fine. Uh, Giselle, can you take notes so that we can fill her in later? Uh, Okay. So, well, as you all know, Queen Elizabeth was next in line to date Pete Davidson. And since her passing, she has left us with an overage of four months that needs to be filled ASAP. I will now hear your arguments as to why you should get to date him next. Thank you, President Cyrus. Uh, I know my rental on him ended in August, but this is my official petition to re-up my contract with him. Courtney's Courtney's wedding and Chloe's baby tata daddy drama has left me without a storyline for the new season of the show. Since leaving Tom Brady, I have given up a lot, but nothing compares to what I gave up for the 15 years we were married. We all know the side effects of steroids. If anyone deserves a little 
BDE, it's me. Yeah. Wow, those are all really great reasons for why you should date him next. Um, as president, I'll I'll make the final decision. I choose myself, actually. Yeah. <laughs> what? What the fuck? Okay. Um, I divorced Kanye West so that I could join this club. And this is how you repay me. Don't even get me started with the bad marriages. I was married to that meathead for the past decade. Okay, please. I'm the one that deserves him. I can buy my own flowers, but I also want him to tattoo my name on his chest. I want the best of both worlds. Ladies, what are we doing? This isn't the handsome men club. We don't fight like this. <laughs> You're right. Besides, last time two members fought over a man, it was it almost broke up the group. Hey, we don't talk about the Jen and Angelina fight of 05. Exactly. So let's all sit back down, take a deep breath, drink our emotional support water bottles, and work this out because that's what hot, successful women do. I have a thought. What if none of us date him? <gasps> <gasps> but the reason we invented Pete Davidson in the lab in 2014 was so that hot, successful women could stop dating men who aren't worthy. We designed him to be the ideal piece of arm candy. Cute, but not distracting. Devoted, but has a career of his own and willing to take any Instagram photo with you. I know, but I think he's starting to develop feelings and I think our Frankenstein is starting to become a real person. All right, well, Vice President Cam, I, I think you're going to make the final call on this one. <laughs> Motion granted. Pete Davidson will be set free from the hot, successful women's mansion and be free to live his life as he chooses. This concludes our meeting. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous girls are hydrated girls. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls have stomach problems. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls support each other. <laughs> blackout. Blackout. All right, now, do we clap? Do we clap? Yeah, let's give everyone a round of applause. I must say the gorgeous, yeah. gorgeous girls thing yeah. is such a tongue twister. I know. <laughs> but as someone who is gorgeous and yes. has stomach problems, I find it very relatable. <laughs> very relatable. It was like at the time that I was writing, it was like when that trend around TikTok was like going off where they were like, gorgeous, gorgeous girls sleep until noon. Like right. it was like a thing. Um, you'll also notice people obviously, it's a podcast and you can't see it. Um, I changed from Miley Cyrus to Taylor Swift like twice in this, like mm -hmm. the writing wise, um, because originally I played Taylor Swift in it, mm. but I don't sound like Taylor Swift and this okay. was a podcast. So I made that change like yesterday <laughs> to be Miley. Yeah. I mean, either way. You know? <laughs> this also are you were you recently an old school sketch show is this like a recent sketch yeah it yeah. feels recent yeah. it was about a month ago or okay. i think maybe two at this point yeah. yeah yeah that makes sense yeah periodically wise yes <laughs> this sketch is so much fun first Thank of all you. great sketch second of all great kim kardashian that was such a good kim so kardashian. good, good. Oh i mean God. i mean no one can i mean if you're listening to this you can't see uh how good um taylor was as kim yeah. taylor was I thought that I was just looking at Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Your mannerisms the changed. Man I was like, whoa, yeah. Kim is here. I was yeah. trying to do my best 
you know, Pete Davidson over here is not speaking. <laughs> I was just taken out of it because the Kim was so good. Full uh, well, thanks. Yeah, yeah. No problem. Third, uh, yeah, it was a fun sketch. Uh, fourth, I wish that it went down like this. I wish that there was yeah. a gaggle of extremely hot, hot women. amazing yeah. women yeah. just like carving the world up for their pleasure. I hope it is that way. Yeah. (laughs) Instead of what actually probably happened, which is Pete Davidson being like, yo, on Instagram. And then they're just like, now you're married to him. Like, I assume that's how you like date Pete Davidson. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Oh, I don't know. I've I've heard. I had a friend when I first moved to the city. um, And like, of course, we like parted ways because your first friend in the city never is your never is your friend. actual yeah. friend yeah. um but she like met him once oh and he like was like hidden on her stop and she, oh my god and she like had a boyfriend so she didn't say anything and i was like fuck your boyfriend like <laughs> but like he was just like man brunettes with big eyes they always get me <laughs> so like that's or his type I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to he would never like me then but you're never like out me. of everyone at this table you're Kate you get to take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had a I had a roommate once uh, about a year ago, like in the middle of the pandemic, who like ran into him. Oh my god! But he was like trying to not look like Pete Davidson. But my roommate was like, "No, I'm certain that was Pete Davidson." <laughs> I feel like wow. he's the new like Maury. Like people used yeah. to say you'd run into Maury in New yeah. York. If you you run into Pete Davidson, you're a New Yorker. Yeah. 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 Or John Mulaney. Mm. Or Alana Glazer. Guys, if I ran into John Mulaney, I would be dead. I ran into Seth Meyers a few times. Yeah. A few times. Oh my gosh. To the point where I was like, are you following? I also I ran into Why um, why are you so obsessed with me, Seth? Seth. What's the guy on CNN with the white hair? Anderson Cooper? Yeah. yeah. I ran into him twice around like the Broadway area, oh, which okay. was like super random. Yeah, yeah. Well, all the late night shows are near they, there. They film around yeah, there. Like yeah, like the Colbert shows around there. there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But West Village, I, I saw Anderson Cooper riding his bike in yeah. West Village. Seth Meyers, I think, also lives in the West Village. Probably. Yeah. I like haven't seen any celebrities since like living here. I've seen like the few like Sex and the City cast members, yeah. and like oh, really? that's it. Yeah. Aww. I know that. Uh, <laughs> you said that. You said that as if that's like what everyone experiences. Like because they're we filming. all moved to New York and we all see the entire cast. Of Sex we and the City. Always, we've um, always seen them. Every it doesn't time we matter go where you live. It doesn't matter how long. You, like they your greet first you. Week. Yeah. yeah. Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker will just walk up to you yeah, yeah, and yeah. start unloading about her love life yeah. the second you move here. The second you move to New York. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's what New Yorkers do. Fashion shows. It's New York Fashion Week this week, I think. Is it? Yeah, Is it this so. week? Oh yeah. my gosh. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like who I've run into. I don't so much run into celebrities, mm-hmm. but like my first month here, people would stop me because they thought I was Evan Rachel Wood. Oh my god. Because oh, wow. she had like just moved back to New York. Mm-hmm. And so I was getting that one like constantly that's to so the cool. to the point where it stopped me from going to Central Park. Oh my god. Because that's like where it was happening. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah. Should we do the next sketch? Which is about Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> oh my god, oh, wow. funny. What? This one is like, I have one line at the end, but it's mostly Taylor is such an amazing impressionist. She can do like any voice you like give her, oh um, which might be like a fun thing to try to do. <laughs> cool. Yeah, no, but the other thing that's great, just to reiterate what I was saying before, um, is that like, I don't know, like people write stuff that you can't sometimes physically do. Yeah. Um, because of the production value, because of like whatever. And so why not just, you can still read it. It's still valid. It's still fun. Yeah. 
if you have a you know a spaceship landing in front of or just like something exploding or whatever it is if it's funny uh and it's written well just say it i love that but i think like i struggle with that when it comes to writing at all i can't write something's gonna explode unless i know how it's gonna explode in yeah. real life and that's something i've struggled with since i was like seven years old like i couldn't watch cartoons because i'm like how yeah. How is that happening? Like the, the magic and Mary Poppins did not make sense to me. That's I wouldn't accept it. And that like it bleeds into my writing though. Yeah. That's really interesting because whenever I would like take a sketch class, they'd always tell you to write with like a million dollar budget. Yeah. And like really try to like do what seems impossible. So everything I've ever written is just like I could never produce this. <laughs> I do not have the funds to do it. But that actually brings up like the craziest thing about Canada versus America is like, I feel like America's like, what do you want to do? Like dream as big as you want. Like kids, like million dollar budget. You yeah. got it. Yeah. Whereas Canada, they're like, you're going to write a sketch. That's yeah. real cute. <laughs> <laughs> who, who do you think's going to watch it? Like, <laughs> like they make you ask those questions. They're realistic about it. They're yeah. to like a brutal point. They're yeah. realistic about it. Damn. So yeah. Kayla made you a good pragmatic writer because it's a good skill yeah. to have. <laughs> yeah. Kayla is like, don't be, be too crazy yeah. in your writing. Canada taught Make you to something, work with limitations. Yeah, yes. work yes. within your limitations. Which like, if you watch any Canadian content, it's very clearly within their limitations. Yeah. <laughs> They're like the smallest budget TV show. So yeah. that's, that's why. Yes. That must be why a lot of Canadian comedians move to New York, like yeah. Sambi and, and whatnot. Cause oh, I mean, like, makes sense. Martin Short is Canadian. Martin Short, um, Mike Myers, yeah. like Mike we, Myers. We got all the big ones. I mean, yeah. the whole Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek started oh, wow. in Canada. Yeah, Damn. it was a Canadian and show. And before that, with Christopher Guest, all of his stuff wasn't it? Like, yeah, I mean, all, a lot of the same people. And Eugene Levy, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You're predestined for success. Well, apparently, you are. <laughs> you are. the track record is already yeah, very you're Canadian. It's in your blood to do comedy and be great at it. I'm a nepotism baby by that of Canadianism. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. I, I could use some of that. I feel like I was told that like all my stuff was amazing, and it's like it's just never. And then I came, like I was like, I'm gonna kill it in New York, and it was not how it happened. <laughs> yeah, when all Therapy. the Canadian, yeah. <laughs> All the Canadians are just like, manage your expectations. Yes. And you're like, yes. I'm happy now. <laughs> I, I have a realistic expectation of what my life should be. Now you've given me joy, Canada. Thank you. I'm finally figuring it out. Like, yeah. Many years later. Uh, I can't be you, hurt Canada. by my own standards. All right, cool. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. We have another sketch here. So uh, do we have any preamble for this sketch? Yeah. So this one, like we were actually like, it's funny how that did just happen. Um, we were talking like, you run into the Sex in the City cast all the damn time here because of freaking and just like that which is such a bad show um and it's clear that they're just like digging into the bottom of the barrel to put people on that show mm-hmm. and so you and i were talking and my favorite impression that you do taylor is sarah jessica parker oh <laughs> and i was just like i want to write a sketch um where you're her so it's it's like a little one i would see it more as like probably something you would put on tiktok um but i thought why not why not try it so i finally wrote for a boy i hope you're really excited uh, i'm i'm <sighs> My heart is pounding with adrenaline. I'm fucking pumped. Let's go. I, I already felt powerful yeah. as a silent Pete Davidson before. Right. And now this now is my moment. Parts. Now yeah. I, have, I have two parts to make up Oh, for you that. know what? Actually, Sam, you could be the agent. That way you have a part in this. Yeah. 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 So okay. you have okay. one part. No, no, no. I'm going to be Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Um, I feel like he talks, all right, all right, all right. I don't know yeah. how he yeah. really talks. Perfect. Let's go. Introduce the sketch. All right, this Please. is Interior, Sarah Jessica Parker's home. A phone rings. 
Hello, lover. Sarah Jessica Parker here. How can I help you today? Hey, Sarah. It's your agent, Martha, calling. We got to talk about the... I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's actually really hard to read without my glasses. That's okay. <laughs> There's going to be some glare. We got to talk about it. And just like that, season two. Uh, are we talking about how super duper excited you are? Not exactly. Since you couldn't get Kim Cattrall Cattrall back for season two, we're going to need you to find even a bigger celeb to join the cast. So you got to go through that Rolodex and find us someone great. Shouldn't be a problem, right? Not at all. I'm all over it. The agent hangs up the phone and Sarah Jessica Parker starts going through her own phone. Ring, 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 ring. Hi, Jen. It's me, Sarah Jessica Parker. You remember from like the other biggest show in the 90s? Hello? Okay, bye-bye. Ring, 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 ring. Matthew, how are you doing? All right, all right. Okay, let me cut to the chase, okay? I need you to join the cast for, and just like that, for season two. Two. So, you in for a little failure to launch reunion? All right, all right, all right. So, you're in? All right, all right, all right. Ring, ring. <laughs> Nicholas. Uh, Kimmy. Uh, um, uh, uh, ring, 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 ring. Okay. You're my last call. I know this feels like a step in a different direction for you. Career-wise. I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> Career-wise. But honestly, you're the biggest liar on the planet right now. And all acting is lying. So I think this would be a perfect for you. What do you say? I say, um, what an inspiring step forward. And Blackout. <laughs> Let's give a round of applause for that sketch as well. Very nice. Oh, Taylor, you're very SGP good. SGP is so good. <laughs> uh, thank you. Um, for those not watching, I mean, for those, yeah, just listening. For those yeah, just listening. Thank you. For the listeners, not um, the watchers. But even the watchers, I guess, too. Like, yeah. when I, I was asking, I was like, should I bring my wig? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have this crazy wig, but I think it actually distracts, so I think it's good that I did But her hair is, like, such a main part of it, That's right? True. Yeah. But yeah. I get it, yeah. Oh my god, that was so much fun. That was so that much was fun. So much fun. Listen, while we have you both here, yeah. I just want to ask you some really, maybe like a, a serious question or two. Is that okay? Um, <laughs> um, should we discuss it first? Yeah. Yes. What do you think, Aww. best best friend Taylor? What do you think? I think. Yeah, still talking to the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm new. Um, 
Yeah, yes, August. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. bit turns yeah. serious. Yeah. It won't be too serious. No, 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 you can get serious. Um, improv. I, yeah, I just traumatic improv, the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Um, I just want to know how both of you got into comedy and where this journey started for you because you're our two guests and uh, we should uh, humanize you a little bit. <laughs> you're not, you're more than just great and funny people. Yeah. We want to know a little bit more about you. <laughs> um, you want ladies first. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, not a lady. <laughs> um, well, I'll be, I guess I'll be, I'll be brief. Um, I, so I was an actor for a long time, like, you know, the stage. And um, I was like, ugh, everyone was like, you're, you're funny. And I was like, no, no, it doesn't want to be taken seriously. And then, um, but growing up, I like Lucille Ball was always my influence. So it's, it's just kind of weird that I, in my twenties was like, no, I don't want to do that for some reason. And then um, I'm going to get dark, a little bit dark here, but I lost my dad a couple years ago and my dad was like a huge comedy guy and he was always like you I really would love for you to do more of that and I was sort of finding my way that way anyway because the pandemic and I feel like it was like an open avenue for people to like create stuff online so I started doing that and then when I lost him I was like oh this feels like the only thing I can like it just felt like a calling you know and so I just kind of kept going in that direction and then making a lot of stuff online and then started as a result doing some live performances too and do it, taking more improv and doing more sketch and characters. I love doing characters, um, like original characters too. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how my journey was. I'm sorry if that was too dark. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, actually, okay. how dare you be vulnerable on this yeah. podcast? Yeah. That Wow. You're talking about your podcast. life. You're answering the question <laughs> that I asked I you. No, I'm joking. You missed yourself. Like, how dare like, you? It was like everyone was like quiet. I was no, like, oh, no, 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 no. That's cool. Because we were listening. No, we were listening. It's absolutely amazing. And thank you for sharing that. That's really, really, really cool. I'm really sorry to hear that you lost your father oh, thanks. Yeah. no it's okay i mean he was so funny like he was just like a real creative like weirdo when i was like um, comedy's the only thing you could well that i turned to like other people's comedy was like all i could i was like i need to laugh and it's like truly just yeah. like the best thing in the world so yeah, yeah. hell yeah like, laughing is the only thing that when you're doing it you physically can't think of any of your other problems right. yeah so it does become like this weird form of like relief and therapy and like yeah. a yeah. way for you to connect back with your father so yeah that was a great answer taylor oh you did so good, <laughs> you, did so good. you honestly <laughs> answered <laughs> it's why we're all such like you know dark depressed comics you know <laughs> you can't have the light without the dark exactly yeah exactly and so um Mackenzie what about you I um, mean like mine's not that deep no 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 um I mean I think it like probably originally started just being like the awkward kid mm-hmm. and um as soon as you're able to make an adult laugh it's like feels electric, mm-hmm. right? Like it feels like, oh my gosh, what else have I been doing with my time? Recess? No, this is what I'm doing now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my whole life I was always kind of like the funny friend, the the like, oh, like well, Lena McKenzie and like conversations, because she can like make anyone laugh kind of thing. Um, and then I started dating a guy a little bit older than me, a little a little Ooh. eleven year age guy. Twenty, um, and so he was like thirty-one, and (laughs) big difference. And uh, big difference. He was a stand-up comedian. Oh, and he had like this notebook. (laughs) Oh, we were all so excited for you. (laughs) 
we thought that you were going to say something really cool, like he had a lot of money or something. He worked for a he worked for a bank. He finances me to this day. No, oh my was God. it Pete Davidson? Was it Pete Davidson? If you date Canadian a third, Pete Davidson. yeah, Canadian, Canadian Pete Davidson. I'm not going to confirm or deny if it was Pete Davidson. No, I'm kidding. Um, but he had like this joke notebook, and I remember one day we were like hanging out, and I, he was like showing me it. And I was like, well, what if you just like said it like this instead? Because like this joke wasn't working for him. Mm -hmm. And then that became like our thing. Like he'd be like, this joke's not working. Can you help me? Um, And then literally one day I showed up at his apartment and he didn't live there anymore. Um, And he had like moved. Classic male comedian that you're dating. (laughs) He had like moved. What? Yeah, he had left. Um, what the fuck? (laughs) Like hardcore ghosting. Yeah, we were like together. Um, And like I... And like it just got into like my brain of like, and now you're gonna have to defeat him in comedy. Like, yeah. oh, yes, vanquish him. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Jayquish him. Jayquish him. Um, and like we connected again like two years ago. Obviously, I forgot it. I haven't been like the past five years like scheming. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but we connected like uh, about two years ago now, and he was like, I'm like in such awe of you. Like you, like you're this comedian in New York, and like he hasn't done it. In like years and wow, so I won, motherfucker! Yeah, won. <laughs> oh my god, comedy is also about winning. That happens with male comedics, comics that you're dating. I also dated a male comic when I was in college. Yeah, and I think he stopped doing comedy. That's uh, so funny. <laughs> I think he had to move back to where he was from. <laughs> and so, so you, you won. won. And so I won. You won. I won. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love my origin story. Um, I love it less that it got turned into an Amazon Prime show called The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh. Um, <laughs> I hate when I tell people yeah. and they're like so Maisel. I'm like, no, it's different. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's modern. Yeah. <laughs> it well, was 2016. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was it. Yeah. Amazing. Um, again, sometimes comedy is about vanquishing your enemies. And yeah. it's always about thank vanquishing you for that. your enemies. I have one <laughs> other question to ask both of you, and it's about your method, how you get into this stuff, um, what really gets those juices flowing. Uh, do you write alone? Do you write with people? Um, where does your comedy sort of come from? Are you more of like a you know, you have an experience and it sparks something. That's a very long question, down John. Like a <laughs> keep asking more questions. You know, what? what is your favorite color? John. Also, John. like what, you know, what, John. what inspires you? Yeah. Uh, what's your sign? Just any of that. <laughs> oh my God. Any, any of that what's stuff. What's going on? What are you doing later? Like, uh, <laughs> what sort of television <laughs> shows are you watching? You can answer any of those questions. First of all, like, I will answer those. Yeah. I have nowhere to be. Like, if you guys want me to your answer questions i'll do that all day um uh, yeah. taylor why don't you go first because i actually have the darker answer this time oh, i think maybe you I, go first, then? I think you should go first okay all right. we have a rhythm here sure. yeah okay yeah oh my gosh all right so there okay so the questions okay so um where do i get my inspiration is that kind of like a question yeah yeah okay. so like method method you know. got yeah. it okay so i think i mentioned so i started off really doing in person impressions and i actually was doing that like my whole life, not realizing it. Like I'd be at like, you know, I was working at a bar for years and people were like, do Meg, do Francie, do, you know, all the people I worked with and I would just do it. (laughs) And I never thought of like, I'm just an observer, I think. And I'm very like a physical comedian. So I feel like I always pick up on mannerisms that people do. Um, So I'm just always observing and I don't even plan, like, I think I'm not just like, I don't go to a coffee shop and like observe people. I don't, I think that's cool, but I don't do that. I just kind of like pick up on like tendencies that people do. 
And so that's one thing. That's one method that I have for impressions. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to say that I can do everyone. I mean, obviously, there's some voices that I'm like, ooh, I really got to work on that. You but know? you really can do a lot. Like, Please. it is incredible what she can do. Like, a fun game would be like, who can't you do? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that would yeah. be a fun game. <laughs> that would be me failing publicly but I'm cool with that I'm fine with that um you know obviously like sometimes like men are a little harder sometimes but I find that like I can I like doing them because like I feel very free to not like especially when I'm like home and I have wig and I take my makeup off or I put like crazy eyebrows on like I feel so cool like I feel free not being like looking nice you know I think there's just like a real freedom in that which also comes I think Lucille Ball really influenced me in that she was so beautiful but like could be so not and I think that that's just like so fun to do not saying I'm beautiful I'm just saying that like you are first of all don't say that oh my god what self-deprecating yeah like you're in the line I'm not beautiful I like personally I think it's cool that especially at that time she was able to be like yeah be you know whatever yeah so okay right long-winded answer um what and then you said oh writing so I've started to do a little bit more like actual writing for original characters and a little stand-up and I find that my best way of doing anything is just as it comes to me I just write it in my write phone. it down the yeah. second it comes. yeah and I think everyone probably you know has that as well but um you know, finding a way to re- either compare myself. I have this bit right now where I'm like comparing myself to brie cheese. It's, it's funnier, <laughs> but you know, finding like an angle that way, or I've been listening to a lot of other, um, you know, comedians talk about their method and I feel very like imposter syndrome. So I always try mm-hmm. to listen to other people mm-hmm. and I'm a Taurus. So. I'm also a Taurus. What? Shut up. Wait, what's your birthday? May 8th. My birthday is May 8th. No, it is not. Are you actually a real fan? What year were you born? Uh, 1988. 1986. Oh, Oh my gosh. So much older than both of us. It's not just funny. It's about discovery. It's about discovering. Exactly. We're like friends for life now. Obviously. Yeah. Sorry, Taylor. I'm a new best friend. April Taurus. Lazy, you get and like it goes from like grounded to like lazy because yeah. you're like getting just deeper and deeper. Into we're the like ground. halfway yeah. through the midpoint, so yes. we're like more grounded, but then the later mains are just like, oh, like get out of bed, man. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense actually because yeah. everyone's always like, you don't seem like a Taurus to me because they're like, you're kind of neurotic, you know. Yeah. And, um, and I'm like, you're right, I don't, but that makes sense. Maybe yeah. I'm just yeah. like earlier, and yeah. you're but you're very trustworthy. Um, again, we've known each other for like an hour, um, <laughs> but you can. Just tell. I can just tell it's an instinct I have as a Taurus. Um, yeah, your we're method, all bulls. your method, your method. So What's I, yes. Um, so what I do when I, again, I've been doing stand up for like five years, and I've always been like good at it. Um, like just like these are the jokes that I'm telling and whatever. And then about two years, I keep saying two years because it's been two years since I moved to New York, but this probably happened closer to like twelve months ago. Um. I was like having really bad panic attacks again, which mm-hmm. I hadn't had since I was like a little kid. Mm-hmm. I had them a little bit during the pandemic, but not a lot. I was having these like really bad panic attacks. Like the world just felt like it was falling apart. And I remember just being like fully closed. I was about to go to an open mic and I was like, you need to like stop having this panic attack or you won't get to the mic and you need to get to the mic. And so I just like 
got in my bathtub in my apartment and turned the shower on while being like fully clothed. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> and I just like cried and it was like releasing it all. And then Very helpful. I got to the mic and I'm like, do you guys ever cry while laying down in the shower? <laughs> and like, I got a laugh that I've like never gotten before. And I like really worked on that joke and it's become the joke that has gone like viral for me the most. It's your opening joke. It's my opening <laughs> joke. I've like done it whenever I'm like in an awkward situation on stage because those still happen I'll like I'll just do it I like just lay down on the stage I'm like you guys ever do this in the shower um it's like an easy go-to but from that experience I'm like oh when you're going through stuff is the time to write comedy yeah because it's the way to look at it differently I think that's how male comics perceive it and they so they constantly try to go through stuff that's like really (laughs) really put themselves through things we don't have to worry about that because it just happens women don't have to worry about that at all the yeah. trick is to make sure that you write it when you're in that when state. you're in that state yeah. absolutely yeah and like getting to do that mic immediately after was such like a blessing it felt a bit like a curse but I yeah. was like no because I got to immediately do it um and I have that recording which is great um yeah and just ever since then if something bad's happening I'm like this is the this time is to I write. need to pick up a pencil right now yeah. yeah and it's also like we were saying the best way to like distract from what's going on Mm -hmm. is to be like but it's all it's all a freaking joke actually Uh, (laughs) yeah everything in life is actually made up uh yeah 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 Yeah. and so why not just be hella funny hella funny um Well, again, thank you so much for both coming on. Do you guys have anything coming up or where can people find you? Again, one more time, plug yourselves as hard as you can before we sign off. Um (laughs) well, I have I've I have two shows at the moment, um, February twenty-third at a really cute little spot called Jill Lindsay in Fort Greene. Nice. Um, very like vibey like this in a way. Um, and then um I have another show March. 30th at uh Figma bar in like Soho. I should say that these this episode probably won't be out until like cool. March. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, yeah. maybe I'll have more. Uh, and then just follow hopefully there will be more because I love performing. We'll see. Um so yeah, t- and then Taylor G. Yeah. Um you can find me everywhere Pretty Funny Comedy. We actually just bought the domain name Pretty Funny Comedy. Nice. Really exciting. Um and yeah, we're on Instagram, we're on TikTok, we're on YouTube, we're on everything. Nice. You can also find me at my home address. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you can come to my front door. Um, front door, I'll talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> I live at 205 25th Street. Want to go to Chipotle Bay. together? <laughs> Always down. All right, well, thanks so much. We don't have a catchphrase. There's no, we don't have an exit yeah. thing yeah. that we're going. We so have not planned anything We have not planned this. a little catch <laughs> thing that we're going to say to end the podcast. Uh, but once again, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and podcast adjourn. Podcast adjourn. I, I don't know how you end. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you're supposed That's to end it, the folks. podcast. You do the gorgeous, That's gorgeous it. girls chant. <laughs> 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 <laughs>